All right, then. Look at that. Ladies and future boys, welcome to another steel-fisted episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. I am your sensei, Toby DePola, and I am joined every week by my co-hosts, the crashing tiger, White Collar, the hidden dragon, Megan Chikatilo. Oh, I like that. And no episode would be uploaded without our producer, uh, the Lady Snowblood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, at least now I'm a lady. Mm. She's As you can probably guess by my poor use oh, of oh, references, oh. <laughs> we are getting chop socky this week as we watch and talk about the, the 2002. Oh, that's really racist. What? That was the We're talking about 2002's Kung Pao Into the Fist. Try. Do you remember the first time we saw this movie? I know that we were very young. Mm-hmm. And I we don't missed... know where the fuck we saw it. We were at our nan's house on the little What's shitty that? TV one night. And we came in halfway through the movie, you know, way past the part that explains what the fuck we're watching. Nothing explains what we're watching. Not even the DVD case explains what we're watching. Just like a 10 minute tutorial at I the start of the see video. It another mm. time. Mm. And I didn't clear it up. Yeah, and man. then I saw it again the other day. Enter the Fist is such a weird and wonderful concept. It's a parody of an old Hong Kong action movie using footage from 1978's movie called Tiger and Crane Fists. Uh, Steve Odenkirk filmed additional scenes and superimposed his characters over the top of the original ones to make a completely different movie over it the top. It is actually a really good idea. Mm. That's one of my favourite things about this, is the, like, why. Yeah. Because why not? It's pretty great. That's what he said. It was like, yeah, just why not? It's like such an intricate and smart like build of a movie, but wasted with such a dumb mature concept, and I love that. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to get into cast? Because it's very complicated and hard work. Yeah, we well, had to do it. <laughs> All right, I got... So I'm just reading the original cast now. Yeah. So, Steve Odenkirk is a screenwriter, actor, and all-round filmmaker involved in Ace Ventura's movies. Uh, the creator of Jimmy Neutron and the writer, director, producer, and lead actor of this weird-ass movie, Kung Pao. It explains a lot, really. Mm-hmm. As for the rest of the cast, I'll try my best to list. Um, it's obviously tricky because some are from the original, some have been added. Um, the first one is Fei Long, playing Lu Ting Chu. His role was repurposed to be Master Pain, a.k.a. Betty. Betty. That's oh, what I Betty. thought was Master Pain, like his real name, but it's not either. Oh. I think in the real movie, he's just named... Something normal. Yeah, Lu Ting Yeah. Yeah, all the names are fake. His dubs, like all dubs in this movie, are done by Odenkirk, except for a character named Wo, who is the uh, the one boobed ninja woman, if you remember her. Yeah. yeah. No, I think Betty could be the best character. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Birdie. <laughs> Birdie. I got you. It's yeah. like uh, the stupidest humor, like. I don't remember if someone does something and Betty just says, like, I can do that too. Mm. Yeah, that's when they do the dance. It's... Look what I did there. Um, yeah, there's something about the character of Master Pain that's really great. I don't... I don't know how to even though he's in a different movie completely with different dubs over it. Mm. Yeah. But it fits him weirdly well. I think it's because he shaves the front half of his head. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But 
I do like the such as black dynamite, like how it's purposely shit. Like mm. there's a bit at the end when the song Black Betty comes on. Oh yeah. That if you've got a keen eye, you'll notice it is the young version of Betty from the start of the movie <laughs> for a few minutes. Great. And then it switches back to the other one. Well, it's the same way that when the waterfall insert scene. character dies, it's a completely different person. A bit like this mm, one yeah. that they've accidentally bring up the wrong version of the character. That's great. No, my favourite scene is when, um, to make the costume changes fit, he, he just randomly goes, I'm a great and powerful magician. I will now change <laughs> yeah, your yeah. Your shirt is red. <laughs> Um, yeah. Just out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love the chemistry between Betty and that guy. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie because we need to, but at the same time, definitely pause this podcast and go watch it if you haven't already. There is no good way to talk about this without spoiling it. It's, yeah. And it's such a complicated, mind-boggling concept. You need to like, yeah. You need to see it, and especially the end credits, where it shows like Hell, the scene of the original movie, and then it shows um Steve Odenkirk like normally shirtless, so he doesn't have clashing clothes in front of just a green screen the entire time. Yeah, it is actually interesting seeing that. Bit. It mm. makes you respect the shit movie you just watched a bit more. Yeah. Um. So we've all so we've got Steve Odenkirk, and we've got um Phelan. We've also got. Ling Ling, oh, I googled how to pronounce this, but now I don't remember. Ling Ling Se, playing uh, Hung Ying, which has been redone with the name Ling. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, her voice, full of Miss Piggy noises and nonsense, is also done by Odin. Every time, like, sometimes they realise that their voiceover does not line up and it's fine. Yeah. But then other times they're like, fuck, we've got to fill in some seconds so that's no sense. there's one where a dude explains something for like 10 seconds in full silence and then right there he goes i don't know like they just the best ones are the dog who doesn't have a name he's just dog he like it, on screen he'll bark and then there'll be a nice delay and then a translated bark of just a dog noise will come out it all makes sense mm-hmm. yeah kind of but those are like the main three in this movie but i'd also like to credit uh the tongue because in the credits, it's credited as Escobar Tongue. Escobar Tongue. Yep. Yeah. Jesus, Ezekiel, Jesus. Yeah, man. So, uh, so Meg, what what was this movie? What's the plot? That's a good question, Toby. Jesus. The chosen one keeps getting attacked. Yeah. They're only living alone. Is, and he's just like, oh, his parents and siblings all get killed. And the lady did it, did keeps it, rolling down the cliff. Oh, the essentially. Like, oh, how cute. He lets him roll down the cliff. If you want to know the plot, go watch Harry Potter 1. See, I said that same shit today. Because I had the to. Evil mastermind killing the family, but he doesn't have the power to kill that baby. Mm, the prophesied the baby, baby, the chosen one. So he has oh. to come and defeat it so he can be the most powerful. Yeah. So, so burns the house Potter, down. He actually has a go. Yeah, as a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the he child. The shit, yeah, <laughs> he narrowly escapes the assassination by rolling down a mountain for a long time. Yeah. a long time, and then the lady gets him and throws him back down. That's all he's doing. Just passes him a Um. Yeah. So, who? What was he raised by? Like dogs or something? 
He was raised by something oh. stupid, and then all through his life, he's been attacked by Master Payne's, you know, foot soldiers. He's just he's getting yeah. attacked by everyone. Mm-hmm. Do you like that first, like, he's an adult fight scene? The one in the little village, or the one in the field? Oh, uh, you, you, which one's your favourite of those? The one in the two? field's pretty good. Yeah, there's just the a big titted woman. keeps cutting between their faces like some good <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then it stops and starts again. Yes. It's not good humour, but I fucking love it. It's such a, like, smart build, but none of it's mature in the slightest. It's the goofiest shit. <laughs> Did you think that was good, Kyra, or do you have the same opinions that you do with South Park? Uh, it, no, it's different to my South Park opinion. Mm-hmm. However, I did spend a lot of time going, I don't get it. I, what, what, what's happening? Um, yeah. I think we all did. So the chosen I, I, one... I was like that, and I was like, you know, that's probably the point. That I'm not meant to know what's going on. Yeah, that's... that's well, so be- kind of... Because it's based on all the weird Hong Kong kung fu movies that Odenkirk used to like, a lot of it is kind of like half, half you know, built plots that are just nonsense anyway because they're poorly translated to begin with. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, I'm just going to do that, but completely. But I think in like the nicest way possible, I think that whole genre was always about... It was, it was more about the fight, yeah. Of the fight, oh, and the storyline, anyway. Mm. Um, so the chosen one travels to meet Master Tang at the Crane School for help. I fucking love Master Tang and his squeaky friend. Ah, uh, <laughs> Wimplow. When he, he tells the story of him and um, that is one man. of my favorite moments in this. Like when it starts, like he's fart killed a dog. That part, I thought that's one of the only times I thought that's too. Because it already had this sick bit going, and, it, yeah. and I was like, "All right, wrap it up." Like, and then what, it's what does he say? Tony? The next bit's good though. No, but what did he say? Um, he says, "My my friend, whose name oh, I jotted down somewhere, his friend told him the prophecy, Master Doe, of the Chosen One." And then it just like fades to a cut scene, like, like in a candlelit room, and the man goes, "There will be a Chosen One," and then it like fades back to the present, <laughs> and he's like. <laughs> And he said that it would be of grave importance, and it fades back. It's like, it will be of grave importance, and then it fades back. And then he killed the dog, and he just rips this sick fart. And then it fizzles back, and he's like, I don't care about... You're not you're not telling me a story anymore. It's like, oh, and then this, and it starts to fizzle. He's like, nah. And it just doesn't, fizzle, doesn't fizzle all the way. It's like, very well. That's great. <laughs> it's very good. Um... Yeah, Master Tang was very funny in this as well. But what was the other guy? I will credit him when I finish Googling. What was the other guy you just said? Master, oh, you bitch. No. Yeah, well, he makes a bit of an appearance. While in the school, Master Payne returns to town in search of the Chosen One. Do you like that scene where him and his boys are just, like, wrecking civilians in the town and just suck up dudes? Like, I especially like the way you beat up that man standing over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, kind of an advisor, but he doesn't want to be there. They like, chopped off his toe. And then, like, every scene he's missing more. His foot gets yeah. slightly more degraded until it's gone completely. Uh, Master Do is played by Chin Ma. Mm-hmm. And Master Tang is Hulu Chan. Yep. And he's, yeah. Very good. It's weird that his name in the original movie is Cheng Hui Lu, which is just his name backwards. Uh, it's the same way for Cheng Mei. It's Mei Chen. Well, that was lazy on the original film's behalf. Well, it's like you said before, like Ling's actress was named Ling, wasn't she? Yeah. 
Oh, can we even explain what the no, girl is there? Google She's got like sideburns that are curly and glued to her face. Trace said I had to get them and I said no. You should have, I was going to just pretend you did them for the podcast. Yeah. No, they can't see. They don't know. Yeah, I got them. She's trying. <laughs> She's trying. Let's do this. It's um, like Betty Boop looking stuff. But bigger. Kind of it's is. weird. Yeah. Sorry, I looked over at her. I was like, yeah, actually. Betty Boop. This is my daughter, Ling. Don't let her quietness and shyness fool you. It'll change eventually. <laughs> and she just rips her tits out and hides them up again. He's like, see? <laughs> yeah, that's sexual a chemistry is weird. It is real fucking <laughs> What does he say later on the movie? You're a sadistic psycho bitch. But psycho bitch is like one word. Psycho bitch. Um, yeah, Master Payne's back in town. And but he yeah. shows people how powerful he is by having everyone belt him with sticks. Oh, yeah. He's got, like, two weak points under the little pyramids random placed on his torso. But, but the rest of him is invincible. pyramids out, that's enough to kill him anyway. Yes. That's, that's, a, that's a trope of, like, Iron Fist's Kung Fu-style movies where it's like, oh, his entire body's impervious except for this one weak spot, mm. which is, like, all the wires on Bane. Oh. Like, on, um, the death ball, where you, you shoot, it you the, shoot the blow hole and it, it's Star Wars. Wars. That's what I'm saying. Um, and Star Wars, it's Star Wars' uh, home, and it all started with the death ball, and that's the big problem. Um, You've got the scene where the chosen time. one trains to try and do, like, the same stick <laughs> thing, and it's just four dudes wailing on him. Like, fuck and then they, like, lay on him for a moment and get back off. Realise he's probably dead, and they just skedaddle. Yeah, because he says, like, I'll throw you off. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, well, we need to get on him in order for him to do that. So then they just play stacks on. It's real quiet for a sec. <laughs> but any time Ling or Betty are on screen, I had a good time. What about Master Tang? Is he good as well? He's good. He's, he's funny. When he's trying to explain, like, the school and stuff, they're just photoshopping flies going into his mouth. Yeah, because... Because he's coughing in the film because he's sick in the original movie. Yeah. But they're just making it stupid for no reason. Can you believe it? Twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Just keep putting bugs in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Ling's great. Um, so he he talks to the Chosen One meets Woe, who is literally just talking about the sequel, which oh. I found out they've been working on since 2015 quietly. Mm. Ooh. Mm, yeah. and she just says, like, it's, it's called Kung Pao it's Into the Tongue or something. Yeah. So, but doesn't it say what number two is meant to be called in that weird ending bit? Yeah, but that was a fucking joke because Mel Brooks' parody movies always hinted at sequels that never happened. Oh. So, no, he, he, so he did it as well, and now because really we live in the age of reboots, they're gonna. No, I really hope that the remake thingy includes those scenes that it showed as a teaser. <laughs> But, like, randomly added in. Yeah, she's just like, like, out of context in the actual movie. She's yeah. just a one boob lady who has the necklace that his mum, who died, wore. Because there's these, like, two symbols in the movie that mean nothing. Yeah, they never come up. Um, and then she just says, like, oh, I'll help out in the sequel. And she just, like, believes we get stuck in a tree. She's played yeah. by Jennifer Tung. She's not in the original movie. She's only in this. Well, and she dubs herself. A one boob chick. No, it's just prosthetic. No, because in, no, the... in that original. No, there's no one in there. She's, They've added yeah, that she's, scene in. She's, she's not there. You just said she's. Yeah, and she does her own dubs. She's the only person that Steve Odenkirk doesn't dub this whole movie. Are you going to explain what he did to create the effect? 
So it was someone like him or her that weren't in it. He would do the dubs that don't match the lips movement of the Japan or the Hong Kong version of the movie. At all. Yeah. So when he would give characters scripts in the sh- filming, they just said gibberish. A lot of them were like what was written on the back of a board game of Scrabble and shit. You see, the one I read said that they would create a sentence very similar but wrong. Yeah, but like they'd fuck it up. Yeah, it wasn't like made up. They still wrote a script I read. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a script of nothing. Of just nonsensical sentences. It's just saying like if I said you are a dickhead, the script would say like you you get big bread. Yeah, it's like almost rhyming. The example that I legitimately found. Yeah, this would have been what I saw. Is when he says, "But isn't Betty a woman's name?" The actual line in the film is, "But isn't trouble a family game?" Yeah, like it's yeah. almost like a rhyming sentence, just so that it looks a little bit similar but wonky. Yeah. Except for the ones where they definitely don't follow anything. Yeah, the because ones you have obvious. like wee wee wee. <laughs> yeah, like Ling makes noises to fill up her dialogue. Or right. our sexual preferences are our own, <laughs> which is during the training sequence. Hmm. <laughs> What was the squeaky man's name? Wimplow. When they're having a fight to see who'll be the chosen one. We've trained him wrong, as a joke. <laughs> he, like, <laughs> jumps into a wall or some shit. You made me bleed, therefore I am the victor. <laughs> like, he's all fucked up. Yeah. Um, well, do you guys have it when they're entering the battle grounds? Mm. And he, like, jumps and he's, like, somersaults into a fucking wall? <laughs> and if you watch the video at the end, his wig fell off. Oh no. They had to do it again. That would suck. Um, they so, should have left that in the movie. Yeah, actually, good point. After the, um, after the warning from the one boobed ninja. <laughs> he, well, she's like, don't go in the meadow and yeah, don't face Master Pain yet. You're not ready. And so, like, no, he, no. yeah, he immediately goes to do it. This is probably the weakest scene in the entire yeah, movie for me is the is. fight with a cow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, not good CGI. No, and it was... I'm sure they wouldn't have wanted it to be. No. Um, yep, yeah, so the main menu is ugly and outdated, yeah. and this fight is ugly and outdated. However... The, C- the CGI is a bit shit, but it's, it's a passion project by one dude for no goddamn reason. Yeah. And... This is the same year as Harry Potter 2, Ice Age, and Reese Witherspoon's Sweet Home Alabama. So we can't expect the greatest CGI here. Mm. There is an alternate cow fight. <gasps> on the Blu-ray version. On the ocean. Blu-ray version. Oh, I'm going to have to get that now and see if it's practical. It's a lot of, like, cows make milk, and that's the joke for five minutes. Yeah. It does the arbitrary, this is the Matrix reference that they have from every movie from Matrix to 2005. Yeah. I don't know why that was a rule, but we've seen that everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah, after yeah, he like defeats that, the cow. That scene is a bit dumb, but it's okay. It leads to another good one, which is the waterfall. It's just his swimming pool. Hmm. The, um, yeah, Master Pain, he stands atop the waterfall swinging his fist. Yeah. He's swinging his chain. Yeah, swinging like the fist on the chain. And he's just up there talking about water. Yeah. This is a good scene. Um, it brings up something Kai's been researching for the episode a little bit. 
Yes, but there are so many that I don't know if I've got them all. Hey, if you know others, you should review us. Just have a review of mistakes we've made. So, you have, in this particular scene, as they're going over the waterfall, the HMAS Titanic is just below the surface of the water. Yeah, but also, sorry, this is probably similar to that. Meg noticed this, because I read the Titanic was Mm. there, but I... I thought someone was a dickhead. I didn't notice the Titanic until she said something. The big pyramid from the end. Kai saw it and didn't know the ending yet. She was like, some of that pyramid. I'm like, oh. I was like, there's like a ship or like something in there. And a straight up fucking alien, right? Is that in your notes? I don't, because that's not necessarily a product, but there's just a random alien with a trunk just in the background for one shot. Um, Also, after they jump off there is a whale that follows them down. Yeah, we saw that one, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, there is also a comment of Radio Shack. Yep. Which Toby didn't actually know was an actual thing. Well, yeah, when we first watched this movie 10 years ago in Australia where there's no Radio Shack, we didn't know what the fuck that meant. You just wanted to go to a store that sold radios. Yeah, so. There's a car, a boombox, a lighter, a Hooters restaurant. Mm. Yeah, there's a Hooters restaurant. Taco yeah. Bell... Taco um, Bell, Taco Bell. Basically, Probably like a from Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, everyone's got them at the table. Neurospawn. Uh, yep. There's a cell phone, a thermometer, cans of Pringles. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good scene, too. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that one. It's good. That's most of the ones that I could find. You do good Because a lot of, like, when they're not near anything, they kind of don't have a lot. Yeah, so they fill in a lot of random stuff with just unnecessary But, garbage. like, all of these things appear within, like, five minutes. Mm. Like, it, it's just, like, yeah, one hit after another. Once they're in the town, the yeah, town has a lot really of products in the town. Yeah, really weird shit like that at the start. And then, like, yeah, most of it in the middle. Mm. Oh, you also have, there's a bikini-clad girl oh, in they, one of they the, like, beginning fight things. Mm. Yeah. Her slow-motion titty jiggle is pretty great. When they have oh. air quotes, Mufasa come in. Mushuvasa. Oh. Mushuvasa. Yeah. Yeah. He, he makes a comment as he disappears, and this, this is, is CNN. CNN. Mm. Because, because James L. Jones was doing ads for CNN at the time. The and original that was Mufasa. His tagline. Oh. I, I love Mushuvasa. Don't give up hope, Simba. Uh, I'm not Simba. And then he calls him like. Oh. <laughs> the Cho Simba one or something. Yeah. I like the voice that Steve Odenko does over himself. Mm. He's like, he's clearly reading his lines out. Like, it's not emotional. There's one scene where his character in the movie is like screaming through tears and he's like, I implore you to reconsider. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's really great. It's well done. You've. This movie's not talked about, is it? Not really. It no, should be. I, I feel like something. it is definitely from the um, the era of there was a bunch of films like this. Dude, where's my car? Just like weird kind of stony movies. Yeah. Yeah, but like this movie did invent what it is. Yeah, it did I've never even heard stuff. of another movie like this. Mm. Well, that's like um, it's just like originally um, he wanted to do like an anime. Yeah, he just wanted to do a shit dub anime. And they were as like, a joke. wouldn't it be better if you did, like, a live-action thing? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. I guess. That would suck and be very difficult, but I guess we're gonna do it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, that's gonna the entire reason we got this film, because he was like, oh yeah, I'll just make, I'll just re-dub an anime. 
You know, like, how about you redub a martial arts film? Yeah. All right. Um, so you mentioned the boombox being placed in this movie. <laughs> yeah, one of my uh-huh. notes about how Betty's great, anytime he's got a fight going, he'll go, hit it. And a fat dude with a boombox will jump out of a bush or out of a crowd and he'll just play, which is a dumb song, and he'll just, he'll be boogieing down in the background having the best fucking time. I remember it only being, um... In the foresty scene. No, Baby Got Back. Mm, I remember that being the only song he played, but it's not. He does not If he plays a song about a girl with a fat ass, he is going to hurt you. Yeah, that's the warning. I dance about it. I dance about it. You know, you know the other warning that happens in this film? Mm-hmm. Um, about halfway through the movie, when he was supposed to play the big fight scene. Oh, the intermission? Oh, yeah. Go get some snacks. Perhaps <laughs> carbonated soda. I hope they have ices. <laughs> I've chosen the large tub. My nipples look like milk duds. I've got some yellow liquid for your popcorn. And it's non-dairy. Every voice you just heard is Steve Odenkirk. Yeah. Um, the milk duds joke reminded me of a great scene with Wimplo. He's like... What does he say? He's like, I'm the I'm the top dog and, and the chosen one's like, what, the, the leader of the large brown nipple people yeah. <laughs> it's just really awkward <laughs> that was good <laughs> um the waterfall scene um that's when you meet master doe yeah and he, oh you don't know that yet yeah he, he comes in to stop down. the fight and i found this bit weird because as they're both tumbling down the waterfall defeated every time there's a splash it's too hard to add steve odenkirk's face over the chosen one so there's an entire scene of them going down the rapids and it's the original actor again. But a lot of the time you can tell that made it funny. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, so Master Doe is killed in this scene. And we see him, yeah, he dies like back at the crane school, which has a very strange, unedited, mind you, shot of him getting his man titties fondled. Yeah. What was I up with that? I have been like, injured. I'm mortally wounded. Stop. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just like massaging oh, his titty. Yeah. He couldn't stop the bleeding. <laughs> what the fuck was that? He's like, can he get off me? They didn't even <laughs> Photoshop that. What explanations in the real movie? Put pressure on the wound. Yeah, mm. he's feeling his heart. Doesn't the pressure on the wound? Yeah. When your heart skips, skips a beat. Well, they added the second stick. Yeah, they just yeah. gave it like a sloshy titty noise. Yeah, and then he goes, <clears throat> <laughs> um, that's when the chosen one's unsure about how to defeat Mustard Paint or Betty, and that's when he sees Mushu Fasa, which he filmed entirely in his backyard with like a torch on him for spotlight. <laughs> like this is all like the dumbest backyard project in yeah, the entire the, world. The water, the, the waterfall attached to like the body of water mm. in his pool, like it's, in his house. Nothing, yeah, you're right. Nothing's been done like this before, and I don't think they ever will again. Um, after Mushu Fasa, he's still unsure because that solved nothing. Um, Betty attacks all his friends when he betrays them he's, all, and he, he throws a little, ne- a small net on him. 
And that's funny. It's literally that's like funny. the size of a laptop. It's so shit. <laughs> and he like can't breathe under it. I feel like yeah. that it takes rewinding the footage in order to free him. The I will reverse the net catching abilities. <laughs> and it just plays yeah, the footage in back. Yeah, you see all his friends hurt. Um, Wimplo's dead. Dog. Ling. Yeah, and Master Tang. And yes. he just goes in between them, like, yeah. for ages. No, because they all die, and, and then they all start yelling out to him. And because that's yeah. a dumb scene that wasn't in the original, Ling is played by a completely different actor with completely different hair. Shh, <laughs> don't worry about I it. I about it. <laughs> Like, he'll be at one, and then the next one will call out to him, but he always runs in the same direction. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, there's some great, like, subtle movements in this that make no sense. But I also like... Back when he's fighting with war. Um, like, he's going around, and he finally works out, like, the three of them are still alive. And he goes, oh, we've one of us to all be alive. Runs over, he's like... You just hear, like, flies, like, buzzing around his dead body. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's a even like in the un, even in like the parts they had to film for this. There's weird little movements that don't make any sense. Like that woe chick, she she backflips back into a kick at him, yeah. but she's like she's just disappeared like ten meters back. Yeah, it's those dumb little details that are purposely wrong. That just you could rewatch this a fair few times and find something different every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like yeah, the final yeah. destination of stupid photoshopped movies. Yeah. Um, the chosen one then starts to train to take away Betty's power source. He goes to the man, the, the blacksmith. He goes, I need small metal triangles, so roughly an inch in diameter. He goes, you mean like these? He's just got a fistful of them. Yeah. And then he but goes like, to get the that nuts. That was from the real movie, though. Mm. Like, the guy just had them. Yeah, he already had a big fistful of them. Then he goes to the store. He goes, I'd like a pound of nuts. He goes, that's a lot of nuts! <laughs> Four dollars, baby. Four dollars, baby. I watched with that. When, when, while we're watching this, Toby's like freaking out over this girl. I'm crying at this guy's delivery. I missed the Pringles on the shelf. I'm just sitting there going, "There's Pringles." I was like, "What?" Yeah, I Toby, we literally had to rewind it like three times because I kept giggling and missing it. Like, I love that guy. Yeah, and then like he, as he's leaving, he he gets on his Motorola flip phone and goes, uh-huh. "He just left." With nuts! <laughs> oh, it's so great. Why like is he screaming? When I was watching it, I was like, Toby was probably crying. Oh, like, no shit, I was like, crying. In a corner with Pretty his knees to his chest, rocking back and forth. If there was someone like that in our grocery store, just, just screaming in the deli at all like, times. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I didn't realize what the nuts were for. <laughs> Until like rewatching, and I've gone, ugh. Yeah, it's dumb. But we'll come back to that bit because that's odd. Yeah, and then he starts training to get the triangles off the. Off he's just put them on Betty. dummies, but all the dummies have Betty's hair and mustache. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. And he's just going for it, like trying to grip them off, and he can't grip them. And they like prick yeah, his poison. palm. Oh, yeah. The love scene with Wing. Yeah, with Ling. are all cut off. Yeah, they're all bloody. He's like, does it hurt? And he's like, no. She just starts. She already has a lemon slice. She's just like pouring Pour salt stuff. in there. And then um, Mercury. Mercury was. Does it hurt? You broke a thermometer over my hands. And then she just goes. Oh, she's like absurd. Um, this is when the evil council comes in. 
What do you yeah. think about the deal there? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, the council's obviously part of the original film to a Not point. Because he, because Betty does go and have the meeting with the council, but then it revi- it's revealed that they're aliens from France. Yeah. yeah. And like, why? Yeah, and they also know where the chosen one is. They give him the location, and then they have the big final showdown. Mm. I I do like how he manages to defeat the pyramid French mm. council. Yep, the tongues finally has its moment. Because it's got annoying orange eyes and face on it. Yeah. Th- this would have come way before annoying orange too. Uh, yes. Hmm. Good. Oh, Fuck the orange. They took it from this movie. Why? Why would they take anything from this? Copy that. Whoa. That guy's getting sued. All right. Annoying orange is gonna get boycotted and sued. <laughs> yeah. First episode did happen to nine. Yep. Um. And we see chosen one get the mighty strike from Betty but he survives and he takes the triangles off and Trey mentioned it earlier they just squirt yeah, like there's like a two second like, in his blood. like high pressure blood and then it just stops dead and he's like Ugh. and then he falls down going Ehh. for like <laughs> in slow motion for maybe a minute and a half it's great <laughs> mm, I wouldn't go that far but yeah yeah and all the pyramids leave and the squirrels revealed from the nuts from earlier and it's just smooshed with a handprint, and I thought it was dead. Because yeah, it's obviously Betty. fucking dead. Yeah. He was hiding the squirrels in his shirt, so when Betty punched him, it, it hit the squirrels. But the squirrel wasn't dead. Yeah, he pours the nuts in the ashtray kind of hole that the fist has made, and then it just scurries off, and the dog gets confused. Why did he need a pound of nuts for that, though? I feel like it would once. take a lot of nuts in order to... Bribe it into like, getting punched by a mighty warrior named Betty. He gave it like <laughs> six nuts. Why did they name him Bessie? That's funny. I, 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 like I'm, that I will fight you. He also a name tag on his thing. Yeah, well, he's just got a name tag. I know, so you know who he is. It's great. I think that's why they changed his name, so that it's something that, you know, you can be like, oh, that's the bad guy. No, they yeah. photoshopped that name tag on. No, but I mean, like, they make it easy for... White people that are like, oh, they all look the same. Oh. It's like, no, this one has a He doesn't, because like we said, he shaved the front half of his hair. Yeah. I know, I know that, and I mm. found it very easy to tell the difference between the actors. It's also the funniest the fuck character. I will fight you when I'm not so sick, Sally. It's Betty, you son of a dog. Oh my god, seriously, you guys need to see this movie. I do like it. deserves way more recognition than it gets, because what the fuck, One of my favourite quotes was, um, what was the squeaky dude? Winslow. Yeah, he just says, like, you know, he's getting, like, the shit kicked out of him in the fight, and he just goes, like, I rock and roll every night, sweet Susie. And he said that really fucking weird. It's all completely spaced out to fit the dialogue. Yeah, and he's like, just got the shit kicked in. Yeah, it's all the subtle, like, what the fuck was that moments where you have to kind of pause and catch him. Yeah, like, when he said that, Meg just lost her shit, because it's still fairly early in the movie, and you kind of haven't grasped Mm. how shit it is yet. Yeah. When, um... I was still getting over the, like, the the Hercules-type scenario, and then she rolled him down the hill. Mm. Like... (laughs) 
Um, the moment when Betty's men are going after all of the Chosen One's, like, friends, and the, there's four of them there, and two of them are like, you go that way, we'll go home, and they just, and their characters run the opposite direction to where they're going anyway. Yeah, it's so perfect. That sounds like me, like, in the event. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you guys have a favourite moment? I do um, like the sex scene. I think you shouldn't have skipped that. Which was the sex scene? scene? You just, just said like, it happened. Well, you didn't tell us what happened. I don't remember them having sex. They just... What? Yeah, they cut <laughs> it. Exactly. Tell us about it. Her dad just passed Her dad just died. She says, I'm a hot little tiny woman or something. <laughs> <laughs> he just like goes, mm. Yeah, he makes a face like, uh. <laughs> no, he's like, ooh, I can... I can dig it. I can get in here. And then what happens, Toby? I don't remember. She what are you talking about? She takes her clothes off. Like four times. Goes, like, I'm not ready and puts them back on. And it goes for like three minutes. And she just keeps doing that until, yeah, they... they until they just hug. Yeah, <laughs> he cuts away before anything could happen. It's a straight it. cuddle. I don't yeah. want you to think I'm slot. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Meg, do you have a favourite moment overall? Um... Yeah, yeah, when, when the lady, like, picks it up and is like, oh, so cute, and then... Off you go. Out. And no, he's on his way. Kind of yeah. thought that was Meg's... Yeah, because she's it's, it's, talking about it five it. times. It, it does so come funny. off very Meggy when you see it. Yeah, I draw a baby down here. <laughs> no, that's horrible. <laughs> I laugh at it. No, my favourite <laughs> moment is pretty much any time Betty or Ling are on screen, but I like the bit when Betty and all these men are walking through the palace it's just like what are you guys doing later you yeah. might want to hang out you want to you want to go get order some pizza or scam some chicks <laughs> just in there, just like i like the ladies i like them <laughs> i i like a little he says it like three times just to himself under his breath it's yeah. like the weirdest shit because evil masterminds still want to hang out with the boys yeah. our plan is evil it is bad and it is bad for good people. <laughs> and I like it. I think the plan is good because it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but there's no plan. It's just he doesn't like the chosen one because he didn't die. Yeah, the plan is, oh, i got to get around to killing him at some point. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking it. Um, uh, Kai, your favourite moment. Um, when the chosen one first meets the leaders at the crane school, Mm-hmm. And they superimpose a moth in, and he keeps swallowing the moth and coughing. Yeah. Because they couldn't work out what he was doing. Well, yeah, he's coughing in the footage, but there's no subplot of him dying and getting sick in this stupid movie. <laughs> Just yeah, put a bug in there. Gets sick and dies. Yeah, yeah he yeah, survives the there movie. Is, there is the one bit of footage where he's just in bed. Yeah, yeah. Someone talking. asks him, "Why are you in bed?" He says. That does not matter. <laughs> he keeps yeah, talking. Like, yeah. Like it's like halfway through a scene. Hints in the old movie that he did get sick and die, but he didn't. Mm. I don't know, but... That's great. That's I, I like that they're just like, that, mm, I don't know how to make this work. That's roughly where I'm There's at. There's a in there. <laughs> because I like build-ups that are just like so let downy that they're amazing. And the same scene where he talks of the prophecy and it cuts to the dude, he's like, there's a prophecy. And it's like the most pointless shit. That that's one of my favorites. And the I'm gonna have to shout again, so I'm just gonna lean back from the mic. That's all I'm not. 
that dude just baffles me to know it, and I love him. In these stupid movies, when something dumb happens and the character reacts, like when he screams that, the chosen one does all. He kind of like steps back and is, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Oh my god! Settle down. Superhero movie is one of the only films where people react to dumb shit. Mm, A lot of that movie is Drake Bell looking confused, and I love it so much. Kevin Hart just going like, "What the fuck?" Kevin Hart's in that, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. It's it's weird. One of the gay dudes in Scary Movie Four. Mm. It's it's also weird that Kim Kardashian's in disaster movie. Yeah, and we'll cover parody movies actress. another day. All right, so my least favorite moment was the cow. Honestly, they put a lot of detail into it. It's not often you bother to put hair follicles on a CGI animal for a, such a low budget idiot movie. Yeah, but back then CGI wasn't that good, and as if they had a budget. Yeah, that was big anyway. No, I think the worst part. Just trying to think of something other than this the is the same year as Scooby Doo. Yeah, that's bad. Scooby-Doo looks stupid. It ain't that bad. Don't talk that way about Shaggy. If memes are anything to go by, you're treading on thin fucking ice, my friend. Well, Jessica wrote me. Well. Okay. Because I remember the movie being funny, but I was worried. Yeah. Because I was so young. The second. Yeah, I was very curious to rewatch this. And then when I put it in, and like you kind of said earlier, the main menu is really bad. Oh, yeah, it stressed me out. Like, commentating. Yeah, it it explains what the fuck you're about to see, but it's also, like, very... I photoshopped this whole system in ten minutes kind of deal. You're like, oh, man. so that made me worried. I saw that and thought, fuck, I bet this is going to be one of them things that... What have I done? This was $30 in an import store. Like, I'm going to go watch this and it's not going to be what I remember. Mm. Nostalgia's a risky thing sometimes, huh? Yep. Have you ever been super let down by something that you loved as a kid? Except for The Littlest Princess on ABC. I was going to say Mum and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fucking fired. They don't know how to listen to this, but they also don't know how to unsubscribe. Fuck them. Meg, what's your least favourite moment? My parents. Oh. <laughs> oh no, wait, we're up to bad moments. Yeah, what do you got? Um, what? Yeah, you just like asked the same question. No, I asked her what the best was oh. Max's. Oh, I thought you said the worst was Austin. No, yeah, I, I didn't really, like, they could have made it more bonkers and made the cow be something, like, not cow-related. Something to justify the fact that it's there. They should have made the cow, like, a cowboy getting a lasso and shit. Oh, that's racist. Well, like, it's <laughs> cowboy racist. Racist to the cow. <laughs> like, at the end, cow. Don't sue my old West fella. There's like a bits about oh, no. the next movie, and there's like the cow brought all its farm friends. Oh, yeah, so there's a chicken? Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. I think the worst part is the French alien part. Yeah, that, yeah, that, was that, was a bit, that didn't make sense. Like, no, not in the Do you reckon they'll bring it back in the sequel? No. I hope nothing from the in the next movie thing lasts. I hope it's all gone. I hope it's not even like the same region of Asia movie. Like, I want it to be an old Bollywood movie. That would be entertaining. Um, so, Kaistin, we've literally named the three worst things about this film. I I agree with Trey, the French alien evil council. I do like the little speaker that comes out of the flying pyramid and just starts playing, like, nice French music. Because my answer was the menu, so I guess that one. Okay. I have stolen that. Okay, um, final takeaway, final thoughts before homework question? Even though it's bonkers, it's still good. Yeah, try and find it. It's If you're high, watch this film. 
If you're drunk, watch this. If, if you're drunk. really, really tired, watch you can this yeah, film. you can watch the shit out of this, man. Yeah. If you've got don't don't go into this film sober and in a well rested. <laughs> if you're a whole cue boy, cue ball into your cocaine bender, you're in the back of the cop car. The cop is dead. Now's the time. Pop this bad boy on. It's moving on. Um, if you have a enough sense of humor to listen to us, so you can watch it. Mm. Yeah, if you can stand this podcast, you can stand this movie. Give it a go. It definitely deserves more credit for being probably one of the most experimental films we'll ever cover on this podcast. Mm. Other than, like, um, Men in Black? Oh, I mean, three. That was more experimental on Abahab. It's not really the film itself. Oh, experimental in the cocktail it. department. That, mm. that was the first I... drunk podcast we did, and it was the last. Mm. We were gonna oh, no. That. I think Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, we went for that. Here's the thing you gotta remember. We were like six recordings in at all when we did Men in Black. We weren't ready to be off our tits. We weren't ready to be because they'll never hear it. I still have it. I know. So if anybody wants to hear it. That's just a leverage. Yeah, just come come ask for it. Yeah. Come knock on our door. Yeah. All right. I'm going to knock on my door. I'm not going to open it. Hey, I did my homework. I'm introverted. So, old Megan Chikatilo came up with a good homework question this week, and it was, um, what actor would you like to have redub an entire film? Because, like we said, Odenkirk just sat in a recording booth and did this entire film by himself. Yeah. There's a few conversations between three people in this where I'm like, I would have loved to see the recording booth as this happens. Where it's just him screaming in three voices the whole time. I like to think yeah. he just constantly would figure out what, what that what? character's voice was. Yeah. Um, yep, yeah, so if you could have an actor redub an entire film, and bonus points for what the film would be. So who wants to go first? Well, you were the one who was, like, screaming at us that you have to go first so no one steals your... Yeah, don't, don't pick my one, okay? No. So, everyone wanted a Snyder Cut of Justice League. Everybody. They're still fucking talking. Mm. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah. Half of UN is just pulling their hair out, screaming for Snyder Cut. They're ready. The people have a desire, and I'm going to give it to them. Not the Snyder they want, but Dana Snyder, the voice of Master Shake. Oh, God. What the fuck? He's going to be every Justice League member, and he's going to Photoshop over the Flash. Because oh, I can't stand that fucking flash. Um, real quick, this has got nothing to do with your thing, but you mentioned the Snyder Cut. Why do people still ask for it when Aquaman had nothing to do with him and that's the only truly popular movie in their universe? People find his artfulness and clumsy metaphors to make them feel like film critics just for watching it. But you guys are better than that, probably. Maybe. The guy is a music video director, first and honestly foremost. A lot of no, his... No, he's doing shit at that. Well, no, well, he, he's like, look at my sick visuals. I would forgot to do a plot, on her. Hanging in the street. Mm. <laughs> Public beating. Please don't, because we don't need any more stuff. $200 for his head in a box. Oh, Kaya, right, what's your answer? I, I was talking to Meg about it last night. Yeah. Shit, you had a few, but I... Yeah, good I think I'm going to go with David Attenborough. <laughs> okay. For this movie. I can't picture him yeah, doing more than one voice, so I'm into it. Like, that, that's, no. it, it was just, honestly my two yeah. actors were between yeah. David Attenborough mm-hmm. or Morgan Freeman. Oh. Morgan Freeman would be good too. I don't think he'd be into this idea though. Well, that's what I'm 
why I went with David Attenborough. I feel I like you're so at, least, at least mine's plausible. I trust Master Shake, dude, to do whatever you want. I was pretty positive yours was Nick Cage. He's good, but... Yeah, because I kept I saying, know. well, maybe it, mine will be Nick Cage. And Troy's like, oh, no, I think Toby's going to have it. I reckon that's what he's just going to I swear you so told like, me you had that. I, I did have it's a good idea. that it was an adult swim, and I just decided that Toby's was going to be Space Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be good too. Yeah, Trey. It's funny that you bring up Nicolas Cage because we did the exact opposite when we saw Spe- um, Ghost Rider Two, whereas we muted it and then talked over the entire yeah, movie. Did. I remember that. We reversed Nick Cage. That was fucking weird. Mm. Nick, what's your answer? Um, so it's for this movie, but um, so Carl Pal, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, everybody yeah. is voiced by you know Aussie Man reviews. Oh no! Yes, and like when the chosen one's fighting, he doesn't even fight. He just throws like sausages everywhere. That's super Australian it's racist. Super Australian. So it's in the middle of this so Hong bad. Kong movie, but it's also yeah. racist to Australia. Yeah. Great, I I'm into that. that. Well, that's yeah. I like into it too. The amount of times that like you're about to go to destination, fucked would get yelled would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> or even critical. Hmm. Critical, Critical or Penguin Z Zero, depending on what you want to go with for him. But yeah, yeah definitely. He's, he's great. He's, he seems like a good dude. He's I, fun. I want a Bollywood action movie, uh-huh. like not a romantic one. I want a good action movie from the old days. Yeah, with um Trey Parker. Oh, we need to see Cannibal the Musical. We really need to get onto that. He's good at voices, and we know he can be in stupid, funny movies like acting mm. voices, because we've all seen... Orgasma. Yeah. Yeah, that's and a fucking great one. Basketball. I think a lot about when um, the hedgehog gets his head kicked in, and it's like bad special effects. It's like a hollow head. It's meant to be. It's great. great. Yeah, I know. That's why it's so funny. But yeah, I actually thought I'd pick someone who could do it. Okay. You watch South Park, you know that he can do voices like a motherfucker. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, so the problem with having Tara Strong do it is she'd be really good and you wouldn't even know. And also, isn't she a douchebag? No, she's she's fine. She's just in goddamn everything. It's baffling. Very nice. Hmm. Um. Stop watching Gotham. Well, I can't. I can't argue with that. Everybody, this has been the school for wayward nerds covering Kung Pao Enter the Fist. We'll Find a fucking copy. I'm certain that it's on YouTube. No one cares enough to flag it. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, might, it might take you multiple videos, but it's better. Let's yeah. watch the trailer and get an idea of, like, what is this? Yeah. Well, the yeah, internet you have to watch the movie, because you still probably won't know what's going on. Um, I know on YouTube there's a scene where Ling is, like, chosen one. He's like, I'm coming. And you see him, like, running down the paddock, and then she says it again, and he says, I'm coming again exactly the same. He's slightly closer. And she says, chosen one. And he's slightly further back. He yeah. says, I'm coming. There's yeah, a 10-hour edit of that on YouTube. That's when they throw oh. the net on him. Mm. Yeah. So if you guys want to watch that for 10 hours, I, I guess you can. You're probably not the first. Um, oh, I'm Toby Bipola. Don't forget to rate, review, and do all the stuff that makes podcasts even pop up on goddamn iTunes. It's a big help. I want to watch Nyan Cat three hours. It was a good day. Oh. No. Um, that was my um, darkest hour. <laughs> it was three hours and your darkest one hour. Yeah. The middle one sucked. There was no light yeah, at the end I of the got, tunnel. I was tired. Then I got the adrenaline rush and we just burned through it. 
I was about to sing the Nine Cat song, but then I realized that that's Happy Tree Friends, and I'm a fucker. Uh, are you keen for Fast and Furious Nine going into production this month? Yeah. What about the all-female spin-off? Isn't there like two of them? I don't know. Maybe. I hope um, Suki's back. Yep, yeah, she's. Yeah, it's just Wonder Woman and. No, she, she died. Well, there's one girl in it, as far as I know. Letty's just come back. And the sister. Oh, yeah, true. However, we don't know if the sister will be in it because just, they got rid of... Just put the yeah, rock in a wig. And also, yeah. she was never, like, in on the action. So just be Letty. Right. Sometimes she was. She'd sit in the um, planning room. I don't want to watch them. Fair enough. And who have you been? I've been not watching Fast and Furious 9. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm Meg. I'm Lady Snowblood. Hmm. That's actually a movie. We'll talk about it later. Uh, yep. School's away with nerds. Class dismissed. And remember everyone at home, make sure to have something to tell the audience to remember before you go in. Otherwise, you will feel like a dick and you will meander around for a bit and have nothing of fucking value. Don't we do that every week? You bet your ass we do. Good fucking night. Oh. Do you know what made it hard to find but then it wasn't that hard? Because it was trendy. Hmm. That Ted Bundy movie is not called Ted Bundy the movie. No, nah, it's got like some long ass name. It's a quote from the jury. But also, I thought it was just going to be about him killing people. That's why I thought it was cool that it's getting so much attention. But it's not. Maybe the documentary is a bit more gory. Yeah, it's like more about the court. Hmm. What about when he chained that woman to the tree, padlocked her, and then just tossed the fucking key into the woods and left? Oh, yeah. Did yeah, he was kind of a dick. Oh, yeah, eventually, but he came back and, like, raped and killed a girl in front of her first. Just, just really rub in her situation. Hmm. Ending on a dark note. Bye, everyone. Bye. Semi relevant note, though. Um, yeah. Everyone's favourite band, um, The Boredom. Oh, yeah. They sing a song about Ted Bundy. That's good. Mm. And you can buy t shirts with his face. And so does Animal Alpha, stuff. everybody. If you need something better. I don't know who that is. Alright. Alpha Alpha. Yeah, good old Alpha Alpha. I hate your stinking guts. You make me want to vomit. Love Alpha Alpha. This is a five year old. Really? <laughs> it's good. It's very good. What are you doing? There's only Daddy Long Legs. I'm Daddy Long Legs. Oh, 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 oh,